Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights 2023 Stanley Cup playoff run. I'm Justin Russo with the Golden Knights on Tuesday, June 5th, and last night the VGK hammered the Florida Panthers in Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final, defeating them 7-2 at the Fortress to grab a 2-0 series lead and put them just two wins away from capturing the Stanley Cup. Jonathan Marchessault and Brett Houghton each scored twice for Vegas, while Nick Waugh, Michael Amadio, and Alec Martinez chipped in with goals as well. It was another strong performance from Aiden Hill and the Knights' defense on the back end that made this a true complete effort, and one that the Golden Knights will look to replicate as the series shifts to Florida for Game 3 on Thursday. It was a massive win for Vegas and really just a fun night overall at T-Mobile Arena as the VGK got to their game right from the opening faceoff and the crowd was into it all night long. To fully recap last night's action, I'll now turn it over to Darren Millard. Justin, the VGK Today podcast starts this episode by acknowledging a significant moment. Last night's 7-2 victory over Florida not only opened up a two-games-to-none lead in the Stanley Cup Final, but established a new franchise record for most wins in a single postseason, the 14th victory topping the run in the expansion season. The Golden Knights are now just two wins away from the Stanley Cup championship. Game 2 was another physical and at times chippy affair, featuring another display of discipline by the Golden Knights, that stood opposite to Florida's march to the penalty box that included a handful of 10-minute misconducts. If the Panthers believed they could intimidate Vegas coming into the series, the approach has proven to be ineffective. The Golden Knights have not only looked the other way when baited, but the power play has cashed in on the Panthers' missteps, connecting on two of four opportunities on the power play, which included a game-opening goal by Jonathan Marchessault who with a pair has now scored seven goals in the last seven games. Bruce Cassidy appreciates the contribution by the man advantage to start this final, production that Aiden Hill credits to Jonathan Marchessault, an assessment echoed by Jack Eichel, who assisted on both of his linemates' goals. You're playing against one of the most penalized teams in the league in the regular season and the most in the playoffs, so you're going to get on the power play. That, that you know, if you're working to draw your penalties, so you might as well, it, 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 it's important that it's working because if not, it can really, you can really lose momentum and they can gain momentum from kills. So that's the importance of it right now. We score five on five. We've won a lot of games without having it to perform at a high level, but it's certainly another weapon or another way to create offense that, uh, you know, that's going to help. So it's, it, it's, it's picking a good time to get going. Yeah, no, uh, Marchie's been unbelievable for us all year. I mean has a huge first goal for us tonight on the power play, and then his one in the third, I mean, that's a big goal for us too, right? They go make it 4-1, they might start to get some momentum, but next shift they come out and puts that in the net, and uh, I mean, I have to face a shot every day, it's unbelievable. When he gets in tight, uh, he's probably one of the hardest guys in the league to stop, so yeah, there's a reason why he's scoring. Uh, Marsh, he's pretty hot. Uh, he seems to be shooting the puck well. Um, you know, just trying to communicate, um, move the puck. You know, when uh, you know when things break down, try and make plays and uh, support each other. And, you know, obviously I think that's what happened on the goal there. Stevie makes a great play and Marshy's 
Marshy's uh, you know, he's got a hot hand right now, and uh, Stoney's Stony with a great screen, so it was a good play by us. Vegas never trailed in game two, leading by a pair after one when Alec Martinez added to the advantage. Two more followed in the second when Nicholas Waugh and Brett Howden scored to establish a 4-0 lead. Somebody lost a stick. Knights counter. In they go. Carrier with Watt. Waugh run off by Verhage into the left corner. Waugh walks out in front and scores! Nick Waugh! Golden Knights, three minutes into the second period. Looking out high, there's a broken stick in the slot now. Collision in the middle. Howden grabs the puck. Howden coming to center. Finds Stevenson into the zone with Stone. On the right wing, Stone. Now down the middle. Score! Howden! Brett Howden brings the crowd to its feet once again. 4 nothing Knights. 13 minutes to play in the second period. Bruce Cassidy saw a team ready to play. Eichel appreciated one of the most complete games of the postseason by his club, something Nick Waugh believes was a byproduct of that strong start. Las Vegas Regional, uh, Bruce, you said game six against Dallas might have been your best game of the playoffs. Where does this one rank? Yeah, I think to, uh, still that game six was probably our benchmark for the season. This was very good. Our start was good. We finished some plays, which helps. Got a big save on the breakaway early. Uh, we had a good ozone shift, so it wasn't like we had a big breakdown. It's a good play by them to sneak away. Um, got the save, and then special teams were good. We need them to be. Then you get to 4 nothing, and, you know, after the second period, I think you, parts there we might have lost our competitive edge for some shifts. And you got to be real careful of that this time of the year. Um, it's not a January game where the team's moving on to their next opponent, so are we. So we talked about that between periods, and... So I liked our game, obviously. We're, there's still things we'll look at that we know we can do better. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, it's a good performance by us. Our guys were ready to play. It was a great effort, yeah. It was good. Um, you know, killed some big penalties in the second period. Hilly made some big saves. We got some, you know, timely goals. I think at, at good points in the game, we get one at the end of the first. Marty scores, and, you know, we extend our lead. And then, you know, getting a few in the second. Um, you know, and even in the third, we, uh, you know, we allow one and then we get one right back. So, um, you know, group did a good job. Um, I think the start, we wanted to come uh, to come out strong. Um, we knew they were, they were going to have a push, so I think we played really good in the first. One of the game's more unique moments occurred in the second period. Mark Stone blocked his shot, a play that broke his stick, forcing him to swing by the bench for a replacement. It was that decision that ended up sending Mark Stone in alone on a breakaway. The sequence would end in a Vegas goal by Brett Howden. It was truly a team effort. Nick Waugh witnessed it from up close, but nobody had a better view than Howden. He uh, blocked a shot, I'm pretty sure, and um, uh, just kind of came to me, and I uh, tried getting it out to Stevie because Stevie can skate faster than anyone. So I um, tried getting to him, and those two made a great play, uh, and I just tried to finish off their work. What was it like from the bench to take in the play where Stoney breaks the stick and then gets handed a new one on the breakaway and Howden scores? Yeah, that was pretty pretty impressive. Um, did you get a, a hit, I think, too, before? So yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a good sequence there. Nice pass and nice play by Always. So, yeah, that was impressive. How nice is that just of the equipment staff? How on top of that stuff are they? Yeah, Jay's always uh, <laughs> doing a really great job at that. He's ready. You see him on the bench, whatever. It's. Uh, a face-off or can stick. He's always there running and he's ready, so uh, it's awesome. 
Vegas chased Sergei Bobrovsky in that second period and have now forced all four playoff opponents to make an in-game goalie change. For the second straight game, the Golden Knights received much better net mining by its guy, Aiden Hill, standing up to a breakaway and a Florida power play in the first period. Petrangelo, quick stick save, rebound, Eichel trying to drop it in front, sent up and out of the zone, and now a chance for Verhage down the slot, the lefty shoots, hell the save! Passes to the left, back to the right, Barkov shoots, save, rebound is loose, bang it away, and a save, another try, right through the crease and out the back door from Barkov. Barkov on the right has the puck, deals down to the corner with Kachuk. Barkov at the goal line, looks out high, Montour, back to the circle in Barkov, hard pass down low, out in front, a stop, it's a loose puck, trickles wide left, into the far corner, puck comes out high again, fake shot, now it's a Montour shot, saved by Hill, and it goes out through center. That could have easily changed momentum if Florida had scored. Count Brett Howden and Bruce Cassidy as those impressed with the role that Hill is on. A performance the goalie is truly enjoying. Yeah, it's it's been so fun to watch him. Um, you know, ever since he's come in, he's been so great for us. Even all year, he's uh, he battled a, an injury earlier on in the year, and um, you know, we're just it's so cool for us to be confident with anybody who's in net. But for him, it's uh, been pretty cool to see how he's been handling this. It's been awesome. Uh, Ed Green, Review Journal, you talked about the breakaway save. He also had six on a PK. Before it got out of hand, can you judge Aiden's performance before the margin kind of grew? Well, I mean, the third goal, again, they, they haven't shot they hadn't shot a puck in the net, you know what I mean? Like one went in off Aiden himself, stalls the other night. The other one went off White Cloud. The first, uh, tonight's the first one went off Marty. So, I mean, he's stopping everything he's seeing, right, which is um, great for us and, and great for him. Um, you know, that's can be a real event. I mean, if you ask Florida, that's, I mean, I didn't see every game of their previous series, but it sounds like their guy was playing unbelievable too, right? It can give your team a huge lift and you can relax. Not every mistake is magnified in those situations. So, um, I mean, you know, it's, it's what's required this time of year. We would lot, we would not, we don't want to rely on him over and over. I think later in the second period, we got a little bit like that. We took some penalties and made some, like, let's not put it all on him, but there's going to be stretches of games. I've said this, we're an imperfect team where we need him to, to be that guy, and he has been. I mean, uh, it's probably been the most fun I've ever had playing hockey. I'm um, just enjoying it, cherishing every day, and, you know, just kind of taking it one day at a time, and, yeah, I'm just kind of living in the moment, and it's been fun. It's uh, been awesome to be a part of this journey with this team. Despite Hill allowing Vegas to stretch out its lead early, the game was not without its tense moments. Late in the second period, Florida's Matthew Kachuk caught Jack Eichel with a severe but clean open ice check. Eichel went straight to the room while his teammates initiated a kerfuffle in Eichel's defense. Most of the second intermission was spent wondering if Eichel was okay. Would he return for the third? He did. And on his first shift of the third period, set up Jonathan Marcheseau for a goal. Joined on the left wing side as the Knights change players. Eichel to Marcheseau, all alone, he scores! Welcome back, Jack. Marcheseau makes it 5-1, two minutes into the third period. 12th of the playoffs for Marcheseau. Yeah, you know, just get the puck on the right. Uh, took a couple crossovers, uh, kind of toe-picked a little bit, and, uh, you know, saw him at the last minute. Um, he finishes a hard, you know, what I saw was a clean check on me, and 
it's a physical game. You're going to get hit sometimes, so um, you just just kind of move on, you know. How quickly did you know you're okay? Um, you know, I you know it was a physical, uh, it was a big hit, but uh, I came back in here, regrouped, and you know I was fine. Yeah, I mean, um, he's uh, he's a strong guy. He's uh, uh, he's a warrior. Um, obviously, he's uh, one of our guys that we lean on every night. So um, it was a great response from our group uh, to get in there, and um, yeah, I thought he did a great job coming back. I mean, he's unbelievable, right? I mean, it's not just with the pockets, without the puck, the way it works everywhere on the ice. He's uh, one of those guys that makes everybody look better. And uh, I mean, he gets a massive hit there. Goes in the locker room, first shift back in the third period. He gets on the forecheck, on the body, wins his battle, finds me. I mean, that's the resiliency that we have in that locker room. And it just it's, starts with your top guys, and it just goes right through the, the lineup. But he got up. He skated off. That's always step number one. He's not you know, on the ice and needing assistance. So he, he got hit hard. We t in between periods, I asked him. He's fine. And, and that's... You know, it's easier to laugh about, not laugh, but it's okay to get hit in June. This is part of the journey, you know. It's, it hurts to win, and it's, it's not supposed to be easy. So good for him. I think he saw some of it coming, but not enough to get out of the way. Uh, it was a clean hit. That's hockey. Um, and we were very, very, I think, as a group, great to see him come back. Not, as, not only does it give us juice, but sometimes it can take away juice from the other team if they you know, see a guy come back. So uh, it was good for the group. Eichel's two-point performance keeps him on top of the NHL's postseason scoring race, one ahead of Marcheseau, who put up a three-point game. Across the board, seven Golden Knights enjoyed multi-point games, further cementing the impact of depth. All four forward units found the net in Game 2, continuing a theme that has been on display this entire postseason, I think our depth has been a strength all year. That's how I'll answer it, and I think it's, I think it's one of the reasons. It is the biggest reason we are still here. Why we beat Winnipeg, Edmonton, Dallas, and why we're heading against Florida. If that answers your question, I, I just feel that we have the best team from player one through twenty. That's just how I feel. They might have some better players or a better penalty kill or power play or or. or, or was brought up goaltender. Now we're starting to see that our guy's pretty good too. Um, so I do believe it's it's been the st big strength of our team. Whether it's overwhelming, and that you know that's a strong word. I just think it's been really good for us. I mean, our, part of our game plan. We know we have depth. We know if we roll four lines and get good forecheck, uh, we'll get rewarded. And topping that off, I think our discipline has been unbelievable. And you know what? Like they wanted to set the tone with like. Uh, being undisciplined like game one and we set the tone back with scoring that first goal there. So I think it's all in our honor and we've done great job so far, but I mean, we're still pretty far from the from our goal here. The series now slides to Sunrise, Florida for games three and four. The team's reconvening on Thursday afternoon. Vegas hopes the offensive production follows them east, having scored 18 goals in their last three games becoming only the seventh team to ever score five or more in the opening two games of the Stanley Cup Final. Rare company on that front, but they hope to be part of the majority when it comes to winning the first two games of the championship series. Those who have been in this position before have gone on to win the Stanley Cup 91% of the time. A quick shout-out to a couple of players we didn't hear from 
after Game 2, but were influential in the result. Ivan Barbashev was a beast. His collision with Radko Gudis early in the first period knocked the Panthers' physical defenseman out of the game. And Michael Amadio was good the entire night, rewarded with his fourth goal of the postseason thanks to a nifty drop pass by William Carlson. Looking out towards the point, Mahora had it knocked loose. Carlson off to the races. Carlson behind the D, and he's centered, and they score! Amadio! Six goals for the Knights. Carlson to Amadio in transition. The temperature has been high in this series. Now it gets a little humidity in Florida, trying to make the Panthers sweat. Vegas aims to start a second straight series by winning the first three games. VGK Today returns from South Florida tomorrow. We will get to the latest insight and reaction to a record-setting run by the Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup playoffs. It has been a dream start to the Stanley Cup final. One question does remain, however. Justin, any update on that tattoo? Inked up yet? Well, you see, Darren... Getting a tattoo is a big commitment, right? I'm still in the preliminary phases, trying to plan it out. Where does it go? How big is it? You know, we're still in the opening phases here. We'll get that hammered down pretty soon. But I think having a good friend like you get into that chair first and and get that tattoo so I could see what that experience is like. Now, that would be a great help for me in my journey to get the tattoo as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out eventually. We'll get there. Just as Bruce Cassidy and the Golden Knights are saying they're taking things one game at a time, you know, I'm taking things one step at a time when it comes to getting inked with that wonderful Vegas Golden Knights logo. Uh, Thank you, Darren, for hopping on today's episode and letting us listen in around the locker room to the reactions of the Golden Knights after Game 2, their 7-2 victory against the Florida Panthers. Game 3 set for Thursday from Sunrise, Florida. First road game of the series for the VGK. We'll see how they handle that task down in South Florida. Game will start at 5 o'clock Pacific time. And if you're sad, just like the rest of us at the VGK are going on the road, well, just know you can still watch the game with your fellow VGK fans because we have not just one, but two watch parties around the city for Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. First one, going to be at Stadium Swim at Cirque Resort and Casino. Doors going to open at 2 o'clock Pacific time. Puck drop scheduled for 5, so... Got a lot of time to party out there at Stadium Swim before things get going. You're encouraged to arrive in your swimwear, take in some rays, and have a good time as the VGK look for their third win of the series here in the Stanley Cup Final. That watch party will be 21 or older to attend, but if you wear VGK gear, free entry to the watch party at Circa's Stadium Swim. The second watch party comes at the Lawn at Downtown Summerlin. Now, this one is a family-friendly one. Anyone welcome, including under the age of 21, We're going to have food trucks, drink stations, and a retail truck with VGK gear outside during the free event. So for this one, bring your blankets, bring your towels, sit down on the lawn at downtown Summerlin, and enjoy Game 3 with everyone in the family. So again, two watch parties coming on Thursday, one at Circa's Stadium Swim, the other at the lawn at downtown Summerlin as the VGK are on the road for Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. That'll do it for today's episode of VGK Today. But before we go, I'll remind you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a moment of the team's quest for the Stanley Cup right here on VGK Today. Tomorrow, we're back as the Vegas Golden Knights prepare for Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final from Florida against the Florida Panthers. Justin Russo signing off for Episode 51 of VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards.